Good evening. Uh, welcome to Wednesday Evening Chapel. I'm glad you all made it. Glad you're here. Uh, it is a special evening for us, opportunity for, for the NBC, uh, extended NBC community to gather together in one place at one time. Uh, I am glad you're here. We are glad you're here. Uh, I want to take some time to introduce some of the folks that are here. Uh, first, uh, I'd like for all the students to stand. Everybody that's a student at Nazarene Bible College, would you stand? Okay, you may be seated. Every, every day we get to share campus space and online space with God-called men and women who are in the process of saying yes to God. Uh, it is a blessing to me and a blessing uh, to all of us. Uh, there are some folks who help make that happen, and I see folks who are on the staff at the school in one form or another. So if you're part of the NBC uh, staff community, would you stand? We want to welcome you. They really are the people who help make it happen. Uh, they help the faculty uh, do things that the faculty couldn't do otherwise, uh, including help them stand. So I'd like the faculty members to stand, if you would, and would you welcome them this evening. It, it's not very often it's not very often that all of the members of the cabinet, the administrators who give guidance to the school, are all in a chapel service at one time. Uh, gentlemen, would you stand? We want to welcome you. <clears throat> And, and finally, and finally, the folks who give support to us daily, annually, uh, the members of the Board of Trustees and their spouses, if you'd stand, we'd like to welcome you here. It, it is important for all of us to know that these men and women have made room in their lives to give guidance and support and direction to Nazarene Bible College. They make it possible. And so uh, staff, faculty, students, I know that you're glad they're here. Again, one more time, welcome, welcome. We are in the process of saying to the Lord, here am I. And in the fall, we're saying, see, <laughs> we got it down. Um, uh, but for, for members of the board and, and your spouses, every, at the beginning of every chapel, we begin with this phrase uh, because we, that's what we're here for. This is what we hope for him to do. The phrase is, here am I, Lord, purify me. So would you say it together? Here am I, Lord, purify me. And let's pray just a minute to make that so. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
One of the first lessons that I learned as a young man was that no institution, no business, no corporation would ever go any higher than the leadership. God has been extremely good to Nazarene Bible College across the years. God has blessed us with a great pastor at heart and a president by call. He and his lovely wife have been tremendous assets to this institution. This morning, in uh, compliance with the uh, bylaws of Nazarene Bible College, the Board of Trustees voted to extend the call for Dr. Harold Graves to be the president of this institution for four more years. Would you join me in saying congratulations, Mr. President? Thank you. Thank you. Let's remain standing. Let's pray together. Would you join me in prayer? Father, it's a good thing to come to this chapel and to worship you. Uh, you meet us here each time we gather, and your spirit does his work in each of our hearts and lives. Truly, Father, we can say that that gathering here with our friends and family and this community of faith really does bring encouragement to our hearts and challenges our spirits. Uh, tonight, receive our worship of you as genuine because it comes from the, the deepest part of our heart. We do love you. And so, Lord, as, as we uh, look together at, a, at this year and reflect a little bit, may your spirit be in everything that's said and done. That's why we're here, Lord. We have no other reason to be here other than the fact that you have called us, and we want to be faithful to that call. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. The man who just introduced me is Dr. Roy Rogers, District Superintendent of the Georgia District and the Chairman of the Board of Trustees and a good friend over the years. And, and uh, it's really a privilege for me uh, to greet the members of the Board of Trustees, my friends and their spouses, our faculty and staff and students, and the friends of Nazarene Bible College, and to bring to you my fifth report doesn't seem possible. My fifth report as president of Nazarene Bible College. I recently drove to Olathe, Kansas to dedicate our second grandchild, Graham David Bowman. He's a cute boy, isn't he? <laughs> I, I have made that scenic drive across eastern Colorado and 
Western Kansas many times. <laughs> I have to tell you that I do not need the Garmin GPS to find my way to our grandchildren's house in Olathe. I know the nine-hour, 590-mile route by memory. Colorado Springs to Lyman on Highway 24. At Lyman, you catch I-70, and you stay on I-70 East for an eternity. <laughs> on my way home, I counted four dead deer. and was very thankful that it wasn't me who sent them to the afterlife. <laughs> but then you come to Lawrence and you get off and you drive on Highway 10 over to Lenexa. And at Lenexa, you catch I-435 to I-35 south to exit 215. Now, <laughs> Now, I, I plug in my GPS not because I need the directions, but because it has a feature that counts down the miles to my destination and calculates how many miles I have traveled. So it tells me how far I have come and how far I have to go to reach the goal of seeing my grandchildren. As I conclude, conclude four years as president of Nazarene Bible College, I reflect on how far we have come as a college and how far we have yet to go. We have faced challenges that tested our resolve, and we have experienced successes that encouraged us forward. Through it all, I can testify with the writer of Hebrews. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. For Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The past year was noteworthy in the life of Nazarene Bible College in many ways. We truly, truly experienced the help of our Lord. The enrollment of 996 students was the largest in the history of the college and was the fourth consecutive year we experienced enrollment gains. We had 119 graduates in the class of 2010, which was the largest class of graduates since 1979. I am pleased to report that we finished the year with a positive balance of $152,000. This is a $1.5 million turnaround from two years ago when we faced a deficit. Now, in truth, we made difficult decisions and took deliberate actions and steps to change the course we were on. Remarkably, we did this while experiencing a $500,000 cut in denominational support. 
I am most grateful for the leadership of Mr. Ambiti, Vice President for Finance, Mrs. Shirley Cadle, Director of Financial Services, the Cabinet, and the support of the faculty and staff as we work together to make this happen. Your service in the midst of sacrifice does not go unnoticed or unappreciated. In December 2009, Shirley Cadle joined the NBC team as Director of Financial Services. Shirley is a graduate of Olivet Nazarene University and a certified public accountant. She came to Nazarene Bible College from Baraboo, Wisconsin, where she held the position of Director of Fiscal Services for the Baraboo School District since 2002. She has extensive experience from overseeing the financial processes of a district with a budget of $32.8 million and 500 employees. Additionally, Shirley worked alongside her husband, Bruce, in pastoring churches in Wisconsin. We are most grateful for the addition of Shirley to our administrative team. And Shirley, I know you're in here tonight. I have your photo. Would you, are you Shirley in here tonight? There she is. As the trustees know, we are diligently working to fund the uh, pension liability. We are thankful for the leadership and counsel we have received from Dr. Don Walter and the Audit and Investment Committee of the Board of Trustees, Dr. David McClung, Dr. Roy Rogers, and Mr. Homer Knight. I can tell you that without their counsel and wisdom helping us through this process, I'm not sure where we would be. And I thank you, gentlemen, from the bottom of my heart. Let me tell you about Dr. Don Walter. He is the director of the Church of the Nazarene Pensions and Benefits USA. Several months ago, Dr. Walter volunteered, volunteered to help NBC with the college pension plan. He has graciously served as a consultant to us as we have worked through the challenging issues facing the college pension plan. Dr. Walter, your experience, expertise, and encouragement had been a source of comfort and guidance to us through this process. We are extremely grateful to you and for your friendship to the college and your support of the college. And uh, tomorrow, during the plenary session of the Board of Trustees, we will be honoring Dr. Walter. So we say with confidence, the Lord is our helper. We continue to partner with several schools and institutions through DCourse Web. I'll not take time to mention all of those. There's three of these slides worth of these institutions. Some of these institutions use DCourse Web to deliver education to their students and constituency, while others buy seats in our classrooms. We are grateful for the work of Angela Wetmore, DCourse Web Manager for her diligence in working with these institutions. We are also thankful for our incredi incredibly talented IT department, led by Mr. Fred Phillips. This group, under the leadership of Vice President for Online Academic Services, Dr. David Phillips, has served the church in ways we will never fully realize. And if we have... <laughs> 
if, if members of our IT department, I see Fred back there, members of our IT department, any of them here, would you please stand so we can acknowledge you tonight? So I see Fred there. Fred, we're thankful for you and your team. So we say with confidence, the Lord is our helper. In November of last year, Dr. Don Stelting announced his retirement after 14 years of service to Nazarene Bible College as Director of Extension Education and Vice President of Academic Affairs. We celebrated the ministry of Don and Pam Stelting in January with a luncheon for faculty, staff, retirees, and Stelting family members. The retirement of Dr. Stelting left us in a challenging situation as we prepared for the self-study and peer team visit for continued accreditation with the Higher Learning Commission of the North Central Association of Colleges and Schools. In April, Dr. Gary Streit accepted our invitation to serve as Vice President for Academic Affairs. Now, I, I'm going to read something lengthy, uh, uh, but I, I want you to connect the dots here when I finish this. Dr. Streit began his journey in higher education as a faculty member at Olivet Nazarene University. In addition to a teaching position in the Department of English, he served as department chair, dean of graduate studies, founder of the Office of Career Planning and Placement, Vice President for Graduate and Adult Studies, Vice President for Academic Affairs, and Provost. He also served a three-year term as President of Malone University in Canton, Ohio. Dr. Streit, now you, I want you to connect the dots here. Dr. Streit has worked closely with the Higher Learning Commission of the North Central Association of Colleges and Schools as a peer reviewer and consultant evaluator. He has chaired 50-plus visits to a variety of higher educational institutions throughout the 19-state HLC region. He recently received a Distinguished Service Award for Outstanding Contribution to the Higher Learning Commission. He has also worked closely with the Church of the Nazarene's International Board of Education in designing and implementing their missional review program. What I'm trying to say to us tonight is this. I doubt that anyone in the Church of the Nazarene knows more about accreditation than Dr. Gary Strike. And when we needed help, There is a God in heaven. So we say with confidence, the Lord is our helper. This summer, Nazarene Publishing House released the new Beacon Hill commentary on 1st and 2nd Peter and Jude. This is a special moment for Nazarene Bible College, for the author of this commentary is NBC Professor of New Testament, Dr. Dan Powers.
Tonight we celebrate this momentous uh, accomplishment with Dr. Powers. Those of us who have been called to preach the word understand the significance of having resources like the new Beacon Hill commentary. Dr. Powers, where, where are you sitting? We are most proud of your scholarship, your spirit, and your service to the Church of Jesus Christ. Amen. Following the chapel service, Dr. Powers will be signing copies of this new commentary. I encourage you to add this book to your library. It will be an invaluable resource when you're trying to figure out what that's saying to us. You'll have your professor of New Testament continuing to teach you long after you've left NBC. We're also privileged to have Mrs. Bonnie Perry, who is the director of the Beacon Hill Press for Nazarene Publishing House in Kansas City, as a member of our board of trustees. And I'm going to ask Bonnie if she would come tonight, and I'm going to ask Dr. Powers if he would come, and she's going to make him a presentation uh, from Publishing House on this wonderful accomplishment. What a privilege to be here with you at Nazarene Bible College tonight. This is a special place, a great place, and as I come for my second year, I feel that it's an anointed place. It's an honor to be here. And I believe that the Centennial Initiative textbook program, and particularly the Beacon Bible Commentary Project, is the one of the most significant undertakings in the church today, I believe that it will shape the future of our denomination. We are privileged to have men and women like Dan Powers participating, contributing, making a contribution to people that he may never meet or may never know their names, but he will shape the future of this church. So on behalf of the Beacon Hill Press Book Committee and Nazarene Publishing House, I'd like to present you, Dr. Powers, with this plaque. Thank you. We honor you and bless you for your contribution. Thank you. Now, maybe you didn't bring your money for the book tonight. Now, we're not going to give you one on credit. If you're, if you're a student, we are also, we're also arranging some time in the library in, in the days ahead uh, that Dr. Powers can sign a book for you. But uh, I urge you to add this book to your library. Well, at this point, I've given you a view of how far we have come. Now, I'll try to give you a glimpse of the future the journey ahead of us. There are two aspects of this future I wish to focus on in this report. The first crucial aspect for our future is the self-study, peer visit, and continued accreditation. According to the Higher Learning Commission, every accredited institution must have its status reaffirmed no later 
than five years after it has been initially granted, and no later than 10 years following each subsequent reaffirmation. This reaffirmation that we are facing this year will be five years from our initial accreditation. So what is accreditation? And what is it? According to the Higher Learning Commission, accreditation by the Commission and by other nationally recognized agencies provides assurance to the public, in particular to prospective students, and I guess current students, that an institution has been found to meet the agency's clearly stated requirements and criteria and that there are reasonable grounds for believing that it will continue to meet them. So what is the value of accreditation? Again, the Higher Learning Commission states accreditation provides both public certification of acceptable institutional quality and an opportunity and incentive for self-improvement in the accredited institution. The Commission reaches the conclusion that a college or university meets the criteria only after the institution opens itself to outside examination by experienced evaluators familiar with accrediting requirements and with higher education. The process of accreditation provides the accredited institution with an opportunity for critical self-analysis, consultation, and advice from persons other, of other institutions, thus leading to improvement in quality. And really what it means is that the degree that you earn from Nazarene Bible College carries with it academic currency. That's it in a nutshell. Well, we're in the midst of self-study and students are going to be hearing a lot about that in the next few weeks and, and what exactly is a self-study? Again, the Higher Learning Commission builds its comprehensive evaluations for initial and continued accreditation on two major processes, institutional self-study and peer evaluation. An institution scheduled for accreditation review has the prerogative to plan and conduct the self-study process in a way that leads to its preferred uh, continuous improvement, yet still provides evidence, and this is key, provides evidence to the Commission that it fulfills the criteria for accreditation. The self-study is a critical self-analysis of the criteria for credit accreditation. And the criteria of accreditation are organized under five major headings. Mission and integrity, preparing for the future, student learning and effective teaching, acquisition, discovery and application of knowledge, and engagement and service. So the college summarizes its findings in a, in a, in a self-study report which constitutes formal application for the commission action desired and is, serves the frame of reference for the review that the evaluation team conducts. So in the spring of 2011, we will have a peer review team on our campus for a comprehensive visit for continued accreditation with the Higher Learning Commission. The team will evaluate the college to ascertain the extent to which it fulfills the criteria for accreditation. 
will provide consultation relative to the ongoing improvement of the institution and will recommend the affiliation status that the institution should have with the commission. Team chairs just might request appointments with key people, such as members of the governing board, uh, representatives of the state coordinating board, faculty representatives, student representatives, or alumni and community leaders. I cannot overstate the importance of the self-study and the comprehensive visit by a peer review team. Again, thankfully, God has provided an experienced and efficient leader in Dr. Streit to guide us through this process. So we say with confidence, the Lord is our helper. The second crucial aspect for our future is strategic planning. Pfeiffer, Goodstein, Nolan, and Rothwell have defined strategic planning as the process by which members of an organization envision its future and develop the necessary procedures and operations to achieve that future. The workforce development definitions uh, says strategic planning is also a process of defining the values, purpose, vision, mission, goals, and objectives of an organization. Through the planning process, a jurisdiction or agency identifies the outcomes it wants to achieve through its programs and the specific means by which it intends to achieve these outcomes. As we started the self-study process, it revealed a weakness in the strategic planning process of our college. We are addressing this concern with an action plan. Reverend David Church will facilitate the strategic planning process. The goal is to present the strategic plan to the Board of Trustees in September of 2011. The strategic plan begins with the vision of the President. The prevailing question asked of me is simply, what do I envision as the future of Nazarene Bible College? I have attempted to articulate that vision in several statements. Time will not permit me to opine on all of these, and quite frankly, I have more questions on some than I have opinions. But nonetheless, let's launch into them. First, we will embrace our mission of an undergraduate professional school of Christian ministry committed to academic and practical programs designed to educate adult students for service and leadership in a diverse world. We have a clear and distinct mission. Our mission is to prepare adults for a life of Christian service and leadership in our world. Since we are primarily a college of adult learners, it is imperative that we keep pace with andragogy and the changing trends in adult education. We must maintain a proper balance between academic rigor and practical application, or the so what of the classroom. Our students must be able to apply what we are teaching to real-world experience. Furthermore, our curriculum must be Bible-centered and ministry-focused. 
Now, I want, you, I, I, I want you to understand this statement. We will maintain an orthodox view of the Holy Scriptures. And a commitment to the Wesleyan Arminian theology. Two, we will successfully complete the self-study for continued accreditation with the Higher Learning Commission of the North Central Association of Colleges and Schools and make strategic planning a vital part of the ongoing work of Nazarene Bible College. It will be imperative that the college view the self-study and strategic plan as living documents. We dare not place the completed self-study and strategic plan on the shelf to gather dust until the next time the self-study approaches. We will use both documents as a reference point and a tool for evaluating how far we have come and how far we have yet to go. Number three, we will increase enrollment for campus and online programs. The fall enrollment is down on campus and online. This is the first significant decrease since 2006-2007. Through fall A, we have 955 students enrolled compared to 996 last fall A. This includes 589 in degree programs. It is a priority to increase enrollment in both the campus and online programs. We are in our 13th year of online education. This year is only the second time in 13 years that we have experienced a decrease from the previous year in online enrollment. The last time this happened, we saw an increase of 28% the next year. I am confident the loss in enrollment this year does not constitute a trend and that under the capable leadership of Dr. Phillips and the online academic services team, we will turn this around in the future. As a trustee, which I was for 13 years before coming into this office, I was uneasy about campus enrollment trends, and this concern has only heightened as president. Since the college achieved accreditation in 1976, we have, had a, we have had only eight years when the campus enrollment exceeded the previous year. In 35 years, we have never had more than two consecutive years of growth in campus enrollment. Traditionally, we have depended on students leaving home and moving to Colorado Springs to attend Nazarene Bible College. Through the years, they have come from coast to coast, border to border, to prepare for ministry on this beautiful campus. I am so thankful for those who have made that choice. And they are enriching our lives by being on this campus. But if we rely on students to relocate, we will get the same result we have gotten the past 35 years fewer students on campus than the previous year. I am convinced the hope for a vibrant and vital campus program 
lives in our ability to promote Nazarene Bible College to the greater Colorado Springs community. NBC is one of only two regionally accredited evangelical Christian colleges in Colorado. We are the only regionally accredited Bible college in the state of Colorado. Therefore, we will intentionally market the college to potential students along the front range of Colorado. We should no longer be the best kept secret in Colorado Springs. I am encouraged by the leadership of Dr. Jay Ott and the campus academic services team. I am impressed with the enthusiasm and work of our team members. They are committed to grow this campus. I am grateful for the diversity of our students, both on campus and online. They come from all walks of life, from many ethnic groups and cultures. It is from this mosaic that we weave the fabric that is NBC. As a college, we will promote cultural and ethnic diversity among our faculty, staff, and students. Number four, there's 10 of these if you want to count down with me. <laughs> Number four, we will approach student development and student success in accord with the best practices of the student, adult student. A college primarily for the adult student must have a grasp of the characteristics and learning patterns of the adult students. Are we approaching student development and student success with the adult student in mind? As we approach strategic planning, this question is central to how we will go forward in this vital area. Number five, we will assess our academic programs in harmony with the best practices of adult education. Number six, we will expand academic programs without compromising the integrity of our mission as a Bible college. There are many indicators that ministry in the next five few years will continue to morph into new paradigms. If we are educating adult students for service and leadership in a diverse world, then we need to know what that world will look like. We will be visionary on the changes in the practice of ministry and adjust our curriculum accordingly. There are two, two new developments in the expansions of programs this year. First is the pastoral leadership major. Recognizing the value of prior life and learning experiences that and Nazarene Bible College's mandate to prepare adults to evangelize, disciple, and minister the world, Nazarene Bible College is now offering an accelerated degree completion major in pastoral leadership. This Bible-centered, ministry-focused major will prepare persons for effective service in pastoral ministry and provide foundational training in other fields of Christian ministry. The pastoral leadership major is designed so that adults with sufficient prior college credit can complete their, the major in as little as two years on campus or online. 
and fulfill the educational requirements for ordination as an elder in the Church of the Nazarene. Now we have not launched this yet because we need to get this approved by our accrediting body. But everything is in place and ready to go with this new program. Second is the Hispanic Pastoral Ministries major. On July 13th of this year, representatives from Nazarene Bible College, the Church of the Nazarene's USA Canada Hispanic Ministries Office, and leaders from a number of Alliance for Ministry Ministerial Development District Training Centers met in Colorado Springs to establish a, the basis for a nationwide Spanish language ministerial training program for Hispanic pastors serving in the U.S. The first phase of the program calls for duly recognized district training centers to teach translated, contextualized, and approved Spanish language versions of the courses that make up the Alliance's 25 course curriculum designed to meet the ordination requirements for the Church of the Nazarene. The second phase of this program calls for the develop development of a Hispanic pastoral ministries major culminating in the Bachelor of Arts of Ministry degree offered by Nazarene Bible College. These classes will be taught in Spanish. <laughs> Steps are underway to achieve the approvals and accreditation required to offer the new major. I'd like to take a moment and thank Chaplain Alan Like. Dr. Alan Light for his work and leadership in putting these two programs in place. Alan, thank you so much for your leadership. That's a pretty good picture, isn't it? We did all right on that one, didn't we? All right. Number seven. We will continue to cultivate collaborative relationships with the church and educational institutions. Collaborative relationships with the church and educational institutions and others will continue to be a priority for NBC. Currently, we are working on four new partnerships that could significantly benefit the college and these Christian organizations. As Thomas Friedman writes in his book, uh, The World is Flat 2.0, the best companies are the best collaborators. In the flat world, more and more businesses will be done, business will be done through collaborations within and between companies. So we will continue to cultivate collaborative relationships with the church and educational institutions. Number eight. We will remain on the cutting edge of technological advancements in higher education. Nazarene Bible College has been and will continue to be a leader in online education. But the question is, how will technological advancements impact higher education in the future? This is the million dollar question. In this competitive market, we cannot rest on our accomplishments. While we were among the first of the Christian colleges to offer online education, the educational landscape is crowded with competitors. 
We must make it a priority to remain on the cutting edge of the technological advancements in higher education. Now, I just Googled some of that to see what came up, and this is not, bear with me there, don't go to the next slide yet. Uh, have you, any of you heard anything called like a second life? Any of the trustees heard of second life? Go back to your room and Google that. You're talking about something that will blow you away, and then you read how universities and colleges are using Second Life for classrooms. How many of you students have heard of Second Life? What what is the what is the what is the name of what you the the person you create? Um, avatar. Is that it? Avatar. Do you have an avatar? No, you don't have one. Just create a whole nother person. Like Brad Paisley says, I look so much better online. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> number nine. Where am I anyways? Nine? Am I at nine, Vic? Okay, nine. We will continue. We will find new revenue sources to compensate for decreasing denominational support to assure financial stability and strength. The Church of the Nazarene has faithfully supported Nazarene Bible College through the World Evangelism Fund and the annual offering. In the last two years, we have seen that support decline nearly $500,000. Last year, the annual offering was the lowest in recent history, with fewer churches participating and smaller donations per church. It could be, now hold on with me, it could be that we are facing a new reality as a church. The new budget formula, the uncertainty of the economy, and the aging giver will continue to impact giving in the Church of the Nazarene we will find new revenue sources to compensate for decreasing denominational support to assure financial stability and strength. Number 10, how many did I say I had? Last point. We will nurture a culture of trust, encouragement, and mutual service as we fervently strive for academic excellence and professional development. Nazarene Bible College is first a community of faith. We are here because of a common faith in Jesus Christ as Savior, Lord, and coming King. This mutual faith is the cord that binds us together as brothers, sisters, and co-laborers. To this community, we each bring spiritual gifts individual narratives, and professional experience. As we go forward, we will nurture a culture of trust, encouragement, and mutual service to the community and to one another. We cannot be at our best professionally if we are not in harmony with our Lord and in one accord with each other.
Well, in conclusion, I want to thank the cabinet for their hard work, their leadership, and their commitment to the mission of Nazarene Bible College. I also want to thank Marcia Ott for her patience, persistence, and guidance during the three months without an academic dean. Marcia, would you stand? I know your lovely picture's up there. Quite frankly, Marcia was the glue that kept us all together during those months. Thank you, Marcia. I'm indebted to the service and support I received from Jeanette Ersick, uh, my faithful administrative assistant. Jeanette, thank you. Would you stand? Uh, Cheryl Stan, would you? I want to acknowledge Cheryl Knight. Uh, Cheryl has been my encouragement, my partner, and my best friend. I could not do what I have been called to do through the years without her. Honey, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, honey. You know that? <laughs> A few miles from where we lived in Westchester, Ohio, was Kings Island Amusement Park. As a family, we would pile in the car and drive the short distance to spend the day riding rides eating junk food, and walking miles on the hot blacktop. One of the park favorites was the Beast roller coaster. The Beast is arguably the greatest wooden roller coaster ever built. This wooden monster was designed to break all the records when it opened at Kings Island in 1979. Today, the Beast remains one of the world's longest wooden roller coasters at 7,359 feet. With a four-minute ride time, this spectacular terrain roller coaster spans over 35 wooden acres at Kings Island. Now, I rode the beast many times, and I always questioned my sanity <laughs> for continuing to abuse my body that way. I mean to tell you, it, it jerked you around so much that your entire body was sore the next day. But man... It was a thrill. <laughs> the click, click, click sound of climbing to the top and the silence just before it plunged down the track. The speed, the twists and turns, the ups and downs, it just made the beast irresistible. I have to tell you, past four years have been somewhat like riding the beast. <laughs> uh, we've climbed to the top and with breakneck speed plunged down the track. We have held on tightly as we race down that track, twisting, turning, up and down.
We didn't bail out. We kept holding on, making the adjustments, going forward, making progress, and finding the ride to be irresistible. Through it all, I can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their faith, their life, and intimidate their faith. For Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for the privilege of serving this great institution that has God's calling upon it. And together, we will go forward. We will go forward. God bless you. be seated. This is not only a chapel service. We as the Board of Trustees have some action that we need to take. Would there be a motion to receive the report of our president? Second. Questions? All in favor, stand again and let's tell President Graves how much we appreciate him and his lovely lady. Would you join me? Let's sing. Let's sing. You want to sing? I want to sing. Let's sing. What are we singing, Allie? Huh? Now to him, to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, be all of the power glory and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Go in his peace.